Hi, I'm Elizabeth, and I'm a Sagittarius. Hi, I'm Kimmy, and I'm a Gemini. And together we are Sister Signs. So we've got a few different things that we're going to cover today. If you hear me clicking around in the background, it's because I didn't print out my notes. So I'm scrolling. But, Kimmy, we always start with your life updates, so I think we'll just make that a thing now. Okay. What life updates do you have? I feel like I'm getting my life together. A little so, bit. So appropriate because of the... Because of the transit. The transits. Yeah. Yes. Which is so funny because I thought I was just getting my life together because I had no choice to since I'm... Yeah, yeah you always have a choice. But yeah, the transits and the energy helps push you. And the other thing too, I've been... I have not been motivated to work out for so long. Ever since I got into my relationship, I would just rather do anything else other than work out. But... I've been really feeling, and even the past couple of weeks have been rough just because I've been very tired easily. But this past week, or not, and I, when I say this past week, yesterday and today, I've been feeling very motivated. I went yesterday and today, gave my best effort, and I'm planning to go the rest of the week. So hopefully I can keep it up. But I am starting to feel more motivated and ambitious. And I also feel a lot better after getting my finances in order. And then as far as, because we, we all know that we're in the shadow period of Venus in retrograde. So personally, I thought it was just my breakup that was having all of my former flames and lovers coming out of the woodwork. But I think it's also the Venus part because it's yeah it's just a lot of random people. And not all of it is romantic either, but it's just interesting to me that they're all just reaching out, wanting to check in and I guess like temperature check the the relation there, if we're on good terms or bad. And for the most part, like I'm on pretty good terms with most people. And if we're on bad terms, then we're on bad terms because I never will reply to you. Yikes. Yeah. But I also, I have been slightly reckless. I haven't told you this yet, but this weekend I was with Andy. I spontaneously booked a flight to Dallas. So I'm going to go see all my old friends in a month. In August. Jimmy, we talked about this. I know. I know. And sometimes... It, w- it was like an out-of-body experience. And what I mean by that is I was looking at my phone and my fingers were just doing the clicking for me. Just putting all my info. And I had just bought the, the ticket to Seattle, so all my info was saved already. I hope it works out. I think it'll be, f- it'll be fine. And if not, then another lesson learned. But it's fine. I'll get to see all my friends that I haven't seen in a while. Maybe rekindle some flames, but probably not. TPD. Enjoy your trip, Dallas. It's Venus and retrograde, okay? Yeah, that's why I'm worried. I'll, I'm going to read you the don'ts later on. Yikes, okay. I'll stay tuned for the don'ts. Okay, I've just been really busy at work. What else is new? I've been like taking on a lot of taskers and people have been hyping me up and I don't like it when people hype up my performance because then I feel like there's like pressure and unrealistic expectations put on me and I'm not given the room to make mistakes or grow. I I don't like that when people hype me up. But do you feel that pressure because you have a Capricorn moon? Yeah, probably. And then whenever people compliment me or they'll try to like encourage me, it's the opposite effect. And I just hate it. I absolutely hate it. So I got offered a job, like a higher level job. And it's it's not really a good job for me at my point in my career right now, but it wouldn't be terrible just because of the connections and then the networking side of things. 
And then the fact that like they by name request me, and this is the second time they've requested me for this job because the first time I turned them down and now they're like, no, we really want you. But there's another job that I want to take. And normally it's like a local hire and I have to go through an interview process and all this other thing. The person that wants to hire me for the other job said to the guy that's trying to get the second position that I want online, she said, if you don't take her and hire her into this position, I'm pulling her up here. And so they were like, not really fighting over me, but she let him know, like, she's not staying where she's at. Like, she's going to she's going to get pulled out where like in either situation. So that puts pressure on him mm-hmm. to, like, actually get this position up and running for me and then take the pressure off of me because I've made my intentions known that I am looking for opportunities outside of my career field. So either way, I think there's like pros and cons to each one. But what got me was like one of the guys that asked me about the job that's not like really a good fit for me. He was just like, yeah, like, how would you feel if we offered you a permanent position? I was like, I'm open to it, but I have questions. And then we were like chatting a little bit and he was like, yeah, you're highly sought after. And that bothered me. I know it should be a compliment, but it really kind of got to me a little bit. Like the more I think about it, the more I'm like, like this because I just I would prefer to like under promise and over deliver mm-hmm. and now I can't under promise because they already have like their idea of who I am in their head yeah you feel like you can't just take it easy and I'm like, not trying have... to take it easy no just... but I know what you mean because it's like you set the bar high they set the bar high for me yeah so it's you can't have days where like, yeah I can't have days where like I'll fluctuate a on... little bit yeah or And I've told them before, I'm like, I'm not, like, I don't think I'm the best person at my job. I just think the bar is in hell at my location for workers. And then that's what the guy that I'm trying to, I'm trying to essentially take his job. And I told him multiple times, like, I want your job. And I told him, I was like, I, I know my strengths and I know my weaknesses. And I feel like you guys don't understand what my weaknesses are. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me outline them. And he was like, no, he was like, you'll go far because all of your peers are just way beneath you. And I'm like, I don't consider those people. My peers are like 10 levels ahead of me. Those are people I consider my peers. And he's like, I know. And that's why it's going to take you far. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, I'm uncomfortable. Just give me the job that I want. Dang. But either way, something is going to happen. It's exciting. Do you have any transits that are like any personal transits? I need that to look at my transits for October because mm-hmm. that's when this old man is having hip surgery. So I'm thinking maybe September at the latest is when they're going to pull me for this job potentially. So I should look at my transits around that time. August would be the earliest they could pull me for. <laughs> but yeah, that's what's going on in my life. And then I'm also like, doing project management for this really big high-vis event, which is what spurred the conversation because I've been, like, really hard-charging it, and I guess they've liked the work that I've done so far, and that's why they want to pull me up. So. It's exciting. We shall see what happens. I'm not getting any extra money out of this. This is all just, like, professional growth. But, yeah. Enough about me. I will have a question for the cancer listeners that we have. Are you okay? Because it's been a rough time for cancers. 
in their own season, we're in the shadow period of Venus retrograde. Ariana Grande announced her divorce with her husband. And I hate to say it, but people were predicting that their relationship was not going to last. And they, there was a handful of astrologers that said she was going to break up around this time, which really sucks. I think that's the one bad part about being a celebrity is your info is out there. Mm-hmm. And so you have people speculating on your relationship. And of course, you're not going to listen to them because what do they know? They're not in the relationship. But it just, man, I'm telling you, there's something to astrology. That's why I roll my eyes at the skeptics because I'm like, it's no coincidence that multiple people predicted that it would happen at this time. Praying for Ariana Grande. Another astrologer that I like, she does progressions. and But she said that, we're not going to get any new music from Ariana for another two years. If you thought you were going to get a breakup album from Ariana, maybe pump the brakes a little bit if Mercurial Sarah is to be believed. That's and she's one of my favorite astrologers, too. She's been, like, really accurate with the progressions. And then, of course, Sofia Vergara announced her divorce from her husband, Joe Manganiello. And she's also a Cancer. But another thing that one of my favorite astrologers, Lauren Astro, was talking about was it's not so much Venus retrograde, why they broke up. It's more so that it was their first Saturn square in their relationship. A lot of times people talk about the seven-year itch in a relationship, and that's when it's make or break or whatever. And really, it's just the first Saturn square of your relationship. And that's when people start questioning things, like going in different directions, either their love fizzles out or they have feelings for other people, like that kind of thing. So a lot of people are saying that we're probably going to see an announcement from Sophia and Joe saying that their careers are taking them in different paths and they don't have a lot of time to spend together. But it was like an amicable breakup and they're very much so in love with each other. It's just they're on different pages in different books right now. So sad. It's still sad, yeah. Like I said, we have so many patterns that we give labels to in society, and it's funny how they all tie back into astrology. Mm -hmm. Like, absolutely bonkers. But I don't want to dwell too much on that, because we're going to loop back to talking about Venus in retrograde, but the main topic of this episode is Leo season, which is going to run from July 22nd to August 23rd. So by the time this episode is out, unless we decide to publish it early, we will be just a few days into Leo season. So you're just really silent, Kimmy. Why are you silent? Why are you silent about Leos? Sorry, I'm trying to get my my notes in order. I've been trying to do my Leo notes. I say trying. I have been intending to do my Leo notes. And I do know a lot of Leos. Before this, we even went through our Facebook friend list yeah. and saw how many Leos we know, and we both know a ton. But I just, I really could not bring myself to do it. And I feel like it's also because I've had some very prominent Leos in my life that I I already know what there is to know. But am I going for, you want me to give the overview? If you want to. I was just putting you on the spot. Oh. Kimmy said something before we started recording that I thought was so funny. What was it, Kimmy? I said, we don't got a lot to say because Leos will just say it themselves. Facts. They'll just put themselves in the spotlight. Yes. Every it's- single damn time. Mm-hmm. And it's not necess- that's not to say that they're always necessarily the most extroverted person in the room because I do know several Leos. I know a few introverted Leos, yeah. but somehow the spotlight still ends up on them. Mm-hmm. Or 
when you give them the spotlight, like this is one of my coworkers. He's a very quiet Leo. I feel like he has a bunch of earth signs in his chart. But whenever I ask him about something, he will take a very simple couple word response and turn it into a whole paragraph. And I'm like, Steven, I was just trying to, to tell you great job. And instead he'll be like, thanks, I did this and this and this to get to it. And I'm like, okay. That's not, I, when I was looking through my Facebook friend list, I have a lot of respect for Leos, but they do irk me. And I I feel like a few mentors that are Leos. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. They are natural born leaders. So like that part makes sense, but they also typically feel entitled to that leadership role. They feel like they are meant for power. Very cocky. Yeah. Very cocky. Like I. I don't have anything bad to say other than that they are cocky. I do have something bad to say. Oh, okay. I was talking specifically about my mentors. Oh. There's three of them that are Leos <laughs> that have helped me along my career. I just meant bad about Leos. What bothers me about Leos is that I feel like we give cancer so much shit for being emotional. But Leos, they do it in a way that is so sneaky because they're like... They're girl boss, gaslight, gatekeep. They want... They will not ask you for appreciation, but if you don't appreciate them, they are going to sulk and act like they're the victim. And I when... love that. I can't tell I'll if you're being serious. i on purpose. Okay, so I'll say something nice about Leos before I say something bad. So what I love about Leos is they're always down to have a good time. Yeah, true. That's my nice thing to say. And shout out to my friends, Kelly and Alicia. I do like them as Leos. But one thing that I think is so funny is I'll be talking about like different zodiac signs. I'll be like, oh, you're an Aquarius, blah, blah, blah. And then without failure, the Leo will be like, oh, what about Leos? <laughs> Was I talking to you? And so I'll just ignore them. Like, oh, yeah. And then, oh, no, what about me? Tell me about me. That's the most Leo thing I have ever heard. And like relish in just ignoring them a little bit, just, just a teeny little bit. And then the funny thing is, I feel like as a Sagittarius, I don't have to steal the spotlight away from the Leo. Like, sometimes the spotlight will just follow Sagittarius naturally, Mm -hmm. and then it annoys the Leo. But I'm a very generous person, so I'll try to, like, give the spotlight back or share or whatever. Like, it's not about me. That's funny. I... I forgot about this one specific Leo because I have him blocked because he freaked out on me one time. But I was once seeing this Leo and briefly, and we had been friends for so long. And he, we had hung out and he left some white claws at my apartment because we had a little picnic. He left the white claws at my apartment and I just left them there. And I texted him as he was leaving. I was like, hey, you left your white claws. And he was like, it's okay, you can keep them. And then fast forward a couple of days, I wasn't really feeling it. So I was like, hey, I think we should just stay friends. And then I started hanging out with my friends and I post a Snapchat of me drinking. Sorry. He left a pack of the original variety. Yeah. Not the new flavors. Not the new flavors. Yeah. I posted a Snapchat holding a mango white claw. That is not an original flavor. He blew up on me on Snapchat, sent me these long paragraphs about like, Kimmy, how could you? I can't believe that you're drinking the my white claws with your friends right now. The white like, claws you he left at your house. He, yes, and told me to keep. And I didn't even drink them. They were literally still in my apartment. I bought my own white claws because I'm a freaking independent woman. I'm not going to 
mooch off of your booze. First of all, if it's that big of an issue, you could always buy him more. It's not like alcohol is not replaceable. Exactly. But he... Second of all, he was wrong. And he wouldn't even let it die. But I was just clowning him because I was like, dude, it's it's freaking mango. It's not even in the pack. If you're going to accuse me, at least make sure I'm holding the dang flavor. Yeah. Yeah. But he... Mm. kept blowing me up and then whenever i stopped replying on snap then i think he started texting me about it and it was just insane over white claws the victim mentality i'm like dude i'm not even doing anything to you maybe twenty dollars and the other thing too is that i told him i was like i'm not even i wasn't even ghosting him i was just telling him like i needed some time to process everything and he just freaked out and automatically assumed that i was out to get him and that's the thing about Leo. Whatever, they do it with a flair of the dramatic. So him yeah. freaking out, he, he just had to type all these paragraphs. And we haven't spoken since then. I think it's been like three years now, two or three years. But. Yeah, that's definitely like the dark side of Leo when we talk about it. But one thing that I noticed about Leo is, one, they ask about themselves too much. And two, they fish for compliments a lot, which I find a little annoying. I find that I get along best with Leos that have Sagittarius and surprisingly Libra placements in their chart. Really? Yes. The Libra surprises me. Just because I feel like Leos with Libra placements are a little bit more balanced and then they know that they are as good as they say they are. So they don't really have to fish for compliments as much because they're... I know it's ironic for Libras, but they like the confidence with the balance of libra and the aesthetic and all that i feel like plays well it balances out that flair for the dramatics what is what type of sign is libra is libra a cardinal oh maybe Maybe. because i i think that comes down to my beef with leo my big beef is that they are so fixed in their opinions and my chart is like pretty much all mutable so whenever i'm around someone with a heavily fixed chart and they are just unswayable it just pisses me off Mm -hmm. yeah no i i definitely agree yeah libra is a cardinal sign so i i feel like those placements i've had really good luck with but i i don't know i have so many things i think about the leos that i know and i like them from a distance mm-hmm. i think and i have one or two like friends that i talk to often that are leos and i get along with well but like the reason why i brought up leo is because one of my friends she is a leo sun sagittarius moon and a libra rising and i think that's such a good balance for her and so she's not annoying at all so how fortunate for her i know she's just like a really cool person and she has Venus in Libra, so she's just got Aww. impeccable taste. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I know. Everything she does is like aesthetic, and I'm just, I admire her for that. But we'll talk about the generic things about Libra. Or Libra. Leo. Sorry, I didn't mean to steal your flowers. So so I have a note in here that says, they're really great and supportive friends as long as you give them their flowers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's one thing that you have to do because they'll get better and get a chip on their shoulder. Okay, we all know Leo is a fire sign and they signify passion, energy, enthusiasm. And a lot of them have a vibrant and warm personality that tends to draw people to them. And that kind of ties into them being like natural leaders. So they have the ability to take charge and inspire other people and thrive in positions of authority. And they're really like motivated to create positive change. Which makes sense as to why I have a handful of mentors that are Leos, 
just because that's something that comes natural to them. So they're ruled by the sun. They are big into self-expression and individuality, and they tend to shine and seek recognition in different aspects of their life. So sometimes they'll pick a skill and then just like really hone into that one thing. But they can be uh, confident and assertive, artistic, generous and warm-hearted. And one of the bad things is that they are attention-seeking. And then, yeah, we talked about their flair for drama. But yeah, they just want to be appreciated and admired and for people to acknowledge their accomplishments. Like we, like we said, they want their flowers. And the Leos are also very loyal and devoted. And they prioritize their relationships and they're like the lion protecting their pride. That's like the little metaphor that I'll use for it. But another thing is they do desire luxury and grandeur. So they have a taste for the finer things in life appreciate luxury, beauty, and grand gestures, and enjoy being surrounded by elegance, and they often seek opportunities to indulge in pleasurable experiences. And if you're thinking to yourself, like, oh no, I'm an outdoorsy person, camping person, blah, blah, blah. Are your camping supplies from Walmart or REI? That's where your luxury and grandeur comes into place. So mm -hmm. check yourself. Agree with that. <laughs> I do. Because I've had a few people say, oh, that doesn't fit me. And I'm like, oh, it doesn't. Oh, okay. Anyway, what did you have for Leo? I know it was hard for you to make your notes, so I try to be like as in-depth as possible with the <laughs> generalization. I have that they are enthusiastic, powerful, expansive, and creative, which I do find very true. Mm -hmm. And they are very generous and extravagant, like you said. And that they are fixed in opinion, which I already touched on. Because my, I feel like I've had several interactions where like, you are tr trying to run something by a Leo. And if they're just not familiar with it at all, they're immediately going to just turn mm -hmm. their nose up at it. Oh, yeah. I've had that happen. A little like backstory for us. Elizabeth and I are half Filipino. So I would talk to my previous best friend about like the food that we would eat and everything and she would just act so stuck up and disgusted all the time i'm like you're so rude i'm not hating on you for not never mind let me not yeah we won't get into the specifics it just bothers yeah. me whenever because i've had other instances with leos where they won't even give something a chance because it's just not up to their standard or what they think something should be and i just think that they could be a little more open-minded but that should probably goes for all fixed signs mm -hmm. they could probably just loosen up like i said they need to have that balance of the other placements if they have a very fixed heavy chart that would be such an annoying person to deal with and i have a feeling that some of the leos that we don't like probably have most of their chart comprised of fixed signs could see it. yeah i don't know if this is i have a theory maybe a theory those posts about people that are always like i cry every year on my birthday I feel like Leo is top three signs to do that. Oh, that's weird. I see so I many people that, that talk about it. They're like, is it really my birthday if I haven't cried yet? And I'm like, why are you crying on your birthday? Yeah, that's really weird. I think we're... I cried on my birthday last year, but that was a separate reason. Someone did that to me. But it just... That's what I mean when I'm saying that they... What did I say earlier about them? If you don't appreciate them, they're going to act like the victim. And they're going to just silently give themselves a, p a pity party and cry because you're not giving them enough and you know what i'm gonna do with that leo i'm not gonna ask them why they're crying i'm gonna be like hey feel bad 
See, that's my problem. I ask them why they're crying. Oh, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, shit. Now I feel better. better. No, no, I know that. Now that I'm seeing the patterns. Now you're seeing that they're fishing for attention. If they don't get it naturally, they're going to go out of their way to try to bring the spotlight back onto them. This and that's what's so annoying. Same person with literally cord Snapchat videos of themselves crying their eyes out. That's so weird. And just play them back. And I'm like, why? I'm telling you, they are the victim. I just don't like people that are always the victim. That's just a pet peeve of mine. Like, take some freaking accountability and responsibility for the way that you choose to live your life and the people that you choose to get involved with. Because it was always over some stupid-ass boy. Sorry, I'm getting mad. Let's talk about good romantic matches for Leo, because I know that's going to be a question that they ask. Sorry, that sounded really, like, pretentious. But I will go into the matches for them, so... I have said this from day one. Fire signs go well with other fire signs. True. I can't say that for every single element. So Aries is a good match for Leo, which because there's a lot of passion and energy and enthusiasm, and it can create like a fire exciting relationship, and they can go on lots of adventures and support each other. Sagittarius and Leo, you already know they will share the love for adventure. That's why I said it at the very beginning. The mm -hmm. thing that I like about Leos is they're always down for a good time. That's me speaking directly to that because I feel like Sagittarius and Leo can bring out the best in each other, enjoying like very, like various activities. And then we both share like the same desire for growth and freedom. So it'd be like a rewarding relationship as long as everything else in their chart pans out. Leo and Libra. Because I said if they have Libra, it can balance out a Leo if you have Leo Libra placements. But I think that Leos have so much charisma and it ties in like very well into Libra's like social charm that they have. And so they both appreciate beauty and love being in love. So they can bring out the best in each other in terms of like creativity and enjoying like a stylish and romantic relationship so think about your ig couples your tiktok couples that do like the matching outfits and get readies with me i am picturing a libra and a leo mm -hmm. and then gemini and leo can be a good match because there's like that intellectual stimulation and so leos have that confident and dramatic nature and it ties into Gemini's playful and witty personality. So they can like really vibe off of each other and they'll have like good conversation and they'll share adventures. And there's just going to be like a lot of laughter and giggles in mm -hmm. that type of pairing. And then believe it or not, Aquarius and Leo, I feel like would also be a good match. I feel like it's the less likely of all of them, but whatever. Both of the signs, the reason why I say this, they are both independent, confident, and they have a strong sense of individuality and so they can push each other's creativity and there's also a lot of like personal growth innovation and shared ideals so i'm thinking like your ceo power couples entrepreneur couples like that kind of thing be like an aquarius Leo so fire match. and air signs then fire and air signs yeah exactly stay away from earth signs leo yeah i feel like that's why because we talked about this in the other episode like the uh, hot astro summer how like mm -hmm. capricorn would be so annoyed with leo constantly fishing for compliments that they would just flat out ignore them yeah and i feel like that extends to the other earth signs as well i feel like taurus is too laid back for a leo and would roll their eyes about them wanting to always be in the center 
And then Virgo is like just too organized. Like they are doing their own thing and Leo's trying to take all the credit for it. So they're like, no, go away. Wow. That makes so much sense. Is that like a good summary of No, that def that definitely is. I feel like the longer that we do this, the more I'm like really trying I it's so easy for me to visualize these couples now. I haven't gotten to that point. I think now I'm just not getting to the point where I can just recognize patterns and people that I know and I swear, no. so like the guy that I'm trying to take his job, he's a Virgo. I swear he's got like some prominent Leo Leo stuff in his chart. He's gotta have maybe in his big three, at a minimum. So either his moon or his rising is a Leo. I'm leaning towards moon. I, somewhere else in his chart, there is Leo. Because he does come off as, like, arrogant. Like, he'll, like, they're a very organized person. And they try to play off that they're humble. But there's, like, that underlying tone of arrogance. And then the entitlement comes when he's, I've been, like, working so hard and I've been doing this. So, yeah, I deserve this. And yeah, like, <laughs> that is definitely Leo because that's literally my coworker that I was just talking about. I'm telling you, that's it. <sighs> but I have met this other new Leo at my job that I really I love and adore her so far, and it's so funny because she actually has the same birthday as my mm -hmm. former best friend. But she was telling me that she's going to celebrate her birthday weekend with some of her friends that are living in different cities. They're all meeting up in Chicago. She told me that she has this other Leo friend who happens to be a Cancer Leo cusp. I think her birthday is Friday or Saturday, something like that. And my new coworker, the Leo, or Leo number one, she told me that her friend did not want to do a joint birthday party with her. Look, I'm telling you. They're literally driving from Omaha to Chicago to all meet up. And then they're only going to be there for 12 or 16 hours and then driving back the next mm -hmm. day. And she was like, here, you can celebrate your birthday on Sunday with a brunch. I'm going to do my, <laughs> like, dang. Some people just don't want the spotlight pulled away from them. And if you have people around you that support that, then all by all means. I think what bothers me is whenever they try to, I think it's all my Virgo placements, that what you said about trying to take yeah. credit yes, triggers me. I'm telling you, like, that I've seen it happen time and time again. Because my thing is, I love giving people their flowers. But if I'm going to give you flowers, you better give them back to me. Exactly. It has to be reciprocated. There has to be like... And and don't return. take all the credit, especially when I did something that mm -hmm. I... Like when I planned my own birthday party and spent hundreds of dollars on all this stuff and she took all the fucking credit. That still pisses me off to this day, even though it was two years ago. It still makes me mad. <laughs> all you did was host it at your apartment, not even in your apartment, at your pool. Like it doesn't... I don't know. It's just annoying to me. That is very annoying. So while we're on the topic of Leo, we're going to transition into talking about the Venus retrograde that is happening in Leo. So we talked about it in our Jonah Hill episode because he was the first casualty of the shadow period mm -hmm. of this transit. And so the actual transit is going to start July 22nd and run until September 3rd. So the actual like retrograde will start at the very beginning of Leo season. And I'm a little worried because I am going on this bachelorette trip to the Ozarks with a group of women that mostly I don't know. I know, I know obviously the, the bride, she's a good friend of mine. And then my other good friend, Noelle is going to be there. And then a handful of people that I've met maybe like once or twice had like very scarce interactions, but the astrology for it is not looking good. And here is why. So whenever Venus retrograde 
in Leo's happening, what you're not supposed to do, according to Chani Nicholas, you can check out her write-up of it, is one, you're not supposed to make any drastic relationship decisions, whether it's romantic or platonic, while Venus is in retrogrades. Instead, just use this time to reaffirm your own relationship values, write out your green flags and red flags in gold ink, and then laminate them for good measure. That's what Chani says. So she, she said, just put a pin in it. Observe and put a pin in it. And then, obviously, we don't want to fear the Venus retrograde because we want to hold on to our relationship. We don't want to lose anything. But but really, like the retrograde is supposed to deepen bonds. That's not always the case, of course. But another thing is we're not supposed to plan any dramatic haircuts, renovations, tattoos, artistic launches, or pleasure trips during the Venus retrograde if you can help it. <laughs> What if I booked it in the shadow period? So unless you time them for the Venus Kazemi on August 13th. That's what I picked the number two. Okay, good. Fourth. Oh, thank God. Thank God. You're safe, Kimmy. You're safe. Because that's when Venus is going to be in the same placement as the sun, I think. The Kazemi. Dang. So you picked a good day. Thank God. I don't even know how I picked it. I was literally looking at a calendar. Boom. Clicked it. I'm telling you, divine timing. Because, yeah, I'm worried because this trip is happening in, like, in the retrograde. So I'm really worried about it. Like, her maid of honor hates her fiancé. She's like, I hate him. I think he's a piece of shit. It took me a long time to warm up to him. I still don't really like him. I'm like, what? Are we talking about the same person? Why would you be maid of honor? Because they've known each other since they were in diapers. And she's like a really good supportive friend of Case, well, of Casey's. But yeah, like, I just think that's interesting. If my maid of honor didn't like my fiance, something's wrong with one of them. So and that's just my opinion. Here's the, the part where I can see where she's coming from is she, this is the second time she's been maid of honor for our friend. Yeah, and so the first relationship was terrible. The guy was legitimately an absolute controlling, narcissistic bunghole. And I think, like, maybe she has some scar tissue from that relationship and helping her friend recover from it. And so maybe she sees some signs and patterns that I don't know because I didn't know our friend back then. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's where it's coming from. But yeah, I'm just... Would you consider a bachelorette party a pleasure trip? Yeah. Yeah, but when... But this has been planned for a while, right? Does yeah. it not matter when it was planned? It only matters when it happens? So that's why you use astrology to avoid certain dates or pick great dates. Interesting. Yes. But so, it's also... Oh, how, when are you coming back? We are coming back on... Sunday? So you'll only be there for a, a day. It's an actual retrograde. Yeah. I feel like it will be... You think it'll be okay? Yeah. Because we're, like, starting the trip on the shadow period. And that... Yeah, it'll only be one full day that we're there. I feel like the shadow period will... What? The guys get scrippers, and we find out on Saturday that they got scrippers. How we all aren't even talking about the scrippers? I brought it up to her today. We went to lunch. And she was like, what? You think they're actually going to do that? I was like, 
Alan talked to Cody and he said that was the only other reason why they would need so much money. But she said that she thinks her maid of honor did the math wrong and that the house that the guys got is actually a lot more expensive than what they thought it cost. And I was like, you didn't look it up on Airbnb? And she's like, no, like, I have absolutely no idea where they're staying. And I'm like, what? I don't know. Are they? Okay. He's a Taurus. She's a Sagittarius. We'll see. So who booked it? The best man or the... Yeah, the best man. So the best man and the maid of honor, they're both like... Planning the planning the trips. And there's going to be one. The 22nd is the day we're doing Beer Olympics. Oh. Oh, no. Be careful. Don't twist an ankle. I love Beer Olympics. I'll be so fun. I'm a little scarred. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, one thing we didn't mention with the Venus retrograde. Jordan Woods and Kylie Jenner hanging out and getting dinner for the first time in four years that's also a theme is like people we talked about that about like friends coming back from the past Mm -hmm. trying to rekindle friendships yes oh and the last thing that we're not supposed to do during venus retrograde according to chani is rush the process this retrograde is supposed to help you like compose pattern beliefs habits and narratives or sorry, get rid of patterns, beliefs, habits, and narratives that no longer serve the next great act in your story. Yeah. If you're working on anything and you have like bad habits attached to it, now's the time to dispel those bad habits. So like when you were talking about getting your life together, that made a lot of sense. Okay. We're going to pause really quick. Okay. And we're back from our quick little break. So another thing that I pulled, Kimmy, was from AstroTalk. .com. If you guys want to check it out, I really like a lot of the write-ups they have. But it gave themes for the Venus transit in Leo for all the signs. So I pulled Sagittarius because I have a sun in rising. I pulled Virgo for your Virgo moon in rising. And then I pulled Gemini for your Gemini sun. And then if we, if you don't fall into any of those three signs, just go visit AstroTalk and yeah, you can read your own write-up. So the theme for Sagittarius is positive changes, whether it's romantic relationships or creativity. So they may experience an increased desire for romance and passion during this transit, and then they could find themselves attracted to people that are confident and charismatic, and they can also find themselves more inspired in their creative pursuits. So that could be like new ideas, opportunities presenting themselves. However, there may be some conflicts with friends or colleagues during this time. And Sagittarius has to be mindful of their communication to avoid misunderstanding. But I feel like as someone with a Sagittarius Mercury, that's something that I'm already like hyper aware of. Like it's something I'm working on is just policing what I say to people because a lot of times it's just like insert foot into mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I've already hurt 10 people's feelings and it's not even eight o'clock yet. But during this time, It's good to focus on building strong connections with loved ones and colleagues while also pursuing their creative passions. So that's like the forecast for the Venus transit for Sagittarius specifically. And then for Virgo, this transit could bring some challenges and opportunities for Virgo placements. It could cause some conflict between your desire for intimacy and your need for independence. So there's like that push-pull dynamic 
you will have a strong desire to focus on your career and professional aspirations rather than romantic relationships, which I feel like is fitting for you, Kimmy. Mm -hmm. And it says that this could also be a good time to establish boundaries and communicate your needs more effectively in your relationships. And you may also feel more drawn toward creative and artistic pursuits and could find inspiration in exploring new forms of self-expression. So overall, the transit could be a period of good personal growth and self-discovery. As long as you stay true to your values and balance your emotional needs with your practical responsibilities. Is that not a read? Yeah. Oh, I got you right there. Especially at the end. Read for Phil. (laughs) When I read it, I was like, oh my gosh. Why are all my transits about growing so much? I don't know, Kitty. It's just where you are right now. Gonna so a lot of I'll read Gemini for your Gemini son. It's going to bring an emphasis on self-expression and personal growth. Again, double whammy. So it's going to inspire you to explore new hobbies, creative projects, or other forms of self-expression. You could experience a surge of confidence and charisma, which can help you connect with others and form new relationships. And it could also bring financial opportunities, especially related to creative or artistic endeavors. But it's important to stay grounded and avoid overspending and <laughs> overindulging in luxury. Am I overspending? I, I don't got know. one I, plane I, ticket. Know, look, you live your best life, okay, Kimmy? I'm just reading. I'm reading what Astro Talk wrote with what? some inflections. All I'm going to say is that initially I was thinking the flight was going to cost $400 because every flight costs $400 bare minimum. I got this flight to Dallas for two eighty three. I thought that was a steal. So that, I that is a steal. It. No, that's absolutely a steal. And you booked it on a good date. The so only, I'm not overspending. The one, I'm just spending. The one good date during this Venus retrograde you booked. Well, but I am. Wait, wait, wait let me finish the write up. Okay. Oh, okay, I thought that okay. was it. The last part of it says, Gemini. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Gemini may also experience conflicts related to pride and ego, especially in romantic relationships or partnerships. It's important to stay mindful of your words and actions and strive for open communication and mutual understanding. Read for Phil the Times 2. Read your freaking Capricorn right up then. Let's see. Uh, You guys are going to hear some clicking because I have to find it. Let's see. So interesting. My pride and ego have just been hurt, obviously, because I'm going through a breakup. And you're telling me that it might just get hurt some more? For for however many days, that is? It's just said it could. There's other transits that could make or break. Let's see. Okay, okay. My Capricorn moon. Let's read it for that. So it says... Venus transit in Leo can bring about changes in Capricorn's romantic relationships and creative pursuits. Capricorns may experience a surge in confidence and creativity, leading to new opportunities in their career and personal life. However, they should also be careful not to let their ego overshadow their relationships and collaborations. It's time to focus on self-expression and owning one's skills, but also to remain grounded and open to feedback from others. Capricorns may also find themselves drawn toward luxury and material possessions during this transit. I feel like that was pretty similar to... I, f- I feel like they've all talked about personal growth and they've all talked about spending. Let's see. One that doesn't talk about personal growth. It's because it's Leo and Venus, right? So when you think about Venus, like, 
it does have to do with spending a little bit and luxuries and indulgence. But what about the growth? Is that the Leo? Probably the Leo portion of Aquarius doesn't talk about anything professional growth. There's other ones that they don't talk about it at all. Scorpios are apparently going to have a social life this go around. Let's... Oh, okay. Libras, it's more about their social life. And so I guess it just depends on it. Yeah, it really just depends on because I'm sure we're grouped. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And like I said, we're immutable signs. So, of course, like Sagittarius and Gemini is going to be a little bit similar. I was just making that comment for any doubters that we might have that are like, oh, uh, yeah, it's so course. generic. But definitely check out Astro Talk. Like, I really liked their write up that they had. It's one of the resources that I use when I'm researching these episodes. But I don't know if I've used that. I'm pulling it up right now. Oh, I have not used this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They have a, re a lot of really good um, articles on there. So if you don't want to use any of their paid features, because they have a chat with an astrologer feature and all that, they have matchmaking in there as well. Do what you want. I think the articles are good. Personally. And I, I pull my sources from all over the internet, or at least I try to. And then also from our books. So that way I'm cross-checking. First, I'm cross-checking the facts. And second, just like making sure I'm presenting like relevant information. Mm -hmm. But did you have anything else to add for Venus in retrograde? Did you find anything new? Oh, the only other thing that I, we mentioned all the like babies and engagement talk. I'm already hearing my coworkers talk about how many engagements mm -hmm. and baby announcements they're seeing. So it's already starting. Yikes. Other than that, I have nothing. Just good luck to everyone. Good luck. And remember, real friends share their birth time. But yeah, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.